0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to The Better Angle on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. If you missed any part of the show, listen back anytime on the Odyssey app.
1: Welcome back into The Better Angle here on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. And we're going to talk in just a second to Bob Stelton, Uh, 710 in Seattle, touch on some Seahawks stuff and MLB All-Star weekend. But uh, first, have you put in any derby bets, any all-star MLB bets? I have not.
0: Um, I just had a a bad run, and I'm pretty sure a lot (laughs) of people have, of picking home run derby winners. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm a little hesitant. I, I did go with Julio Rodriguez last year, and powered up, had a great run, and then just fizzled out just because first experience in it.
1: Yep. you know, was riding
0: some juice in it, but didn't work out. So I'm I'm tempted to go back with J Rod mm-hmm. since the game is going to be in uh, Seattle yeah. and he can feed off of that home crowd. But I'm a little hesitant on J Rod. I mean, I hate to say it. Because you know I'm a Cubs fan.
1: Ooh, Luis Robert.
0: I might have to do Luis Robert. Might, action. Yeah, I mean, you can get him at plus 450 right now yeah. on BetMGM. So he's the third favorite in this thing, behind Vlad Guerrero and Pete Alonzo, the favorite at plus 275. But, hey, some value there, plus 450 in oh, Luis Robert. Yeah. I mean, did you see the home run that he hit yeah. last night against the Cardinals?
1: Oh, I didn't see last night. Oh, my uh,
0: gosh. It's, it's not even like he's... Going through a full swing, he has so much power, Randy. Did you see that home run from Robert last night? I was at Neo last oh, night. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I mean, you got Neo, Luis, Robert. Like, hey, you know, Neo's on another level. But the last couple of home runs that he's hit, it's not even like a full swing. He's kind of no. like going halfway through it and still sends it out. And it was funny with the one last night because it was hit towards the uh, third base foul pole over there. And he's like checking it out just to make sure that it's staying fair. So it, it was just one of those. Classic Louis Robert Homer, so yeah. Put some money down, Luis Robert. I'll actually do that right now. All so, right, yeah. All right,
1: yeah. I like that. As a Sox fan, I like that. But <laughs> what, what about you? What about you? <laughs> Who are you feeling in the
0: dirt? Is it is it Robert or is it someone else?
1: Well, I'm on. Well, let's ask Bob Selton what he thinks first, okay. and then I'll give you my take gotcha. based on you know gotcha. the expert out in ah, Seattle right now I what he has to say. So well played, Kate. we're going to bring on Bob Stelton, uh, host on seven ten in Seattle. Bob, thank you so much for joining us today. How is your Saturday going out west?
2: It, it's going great. It's beautiful weather out here, which we don't get to say very often in Seattle, except for summertime. So it's a perfect time to have the baseball world in the city. And and I want to know who you think is going to win. Let's let's hear it right now.
0: That's what I'm you talking about, what? Bob. That's what I'm talking about. Put Kate <laughs> to the fire. Put the heat on her seat. Who you got, Kate?
1: My, I, I like. I know he's the favorite, but I like Guerrero or Garcia okay. because Ooh. this is a this is a pitcher's park. So you need some of the big boys coming in that can hit distance and our power hitters and i'm not saying robert isn't that Mm -hmm. but that's why i'm not going to go after mookie Betts or or rutchman you know smaller frame i'm not sure that they can have the uh sustain that hitting power throughout all three rounds so Mm -hmm. i'm going with with the big boys in this one okay
2: gotcha all right bob what do you think about that I, you know, listen, I think I'm, I'm contractually obligated to go with Julio out here. (laughs) Uh, It's uh, I mean, listen, he put, he put on an absolute show last year. And and what's funny is he didn't win, but he was the headliner. He was the guy that got all the attention. Juan Soto won. Uh, So I think he learned a lot. Obviously he's used to this park. Um, He knows, he knows the dimensions. He knows how the ball carries out here. He's, so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to I'm going to lean toward Julio. But if I were going to root for a guy, if it's not Julio, I'd love to see Mookie Betts win. I just I, I marvel at what a what a brilliant player and talent that guy is like on all levels. And he's not a big guy at all, yet he's got a ton of pop. I think it'd be really cool to see him win. So if it's not Julio, for some reason, Julio can't get it done. I will be rooting for Mookie.
0: But then also, Bob, it would be really cool with all the chains or just the chain that Mookie wears yeah. when he's swinging the bat, like how that <laughs> thing is like flopping all over the place. So it would just fit because you could think of the slow-motion shots yeah. of Mookie Those sending out moonshots and just that chain just flopping so gloriously around yeah, his neck. So that would that be pretty cool.
2: weight on him, it's, it's even more impressive when he's carrying around weights around his neck like that. Yeah, That's
0: very true, very true. Uh, Bob, how, how special is it for – The all-star game to be in seattle just kind of give a sense of just what the energy is like out there right now as we get closer not only to the home run derby but the midsummer classic next tuesday i mean are people just like floating on cloud nine in seattle
2: yeah i think people are really excited to show off the stadium and show off the city and and like i said making a joke about the weather you know it's People that haven't been here, they know. Oh, so you drink coffee and you sit in the rain out there. Is that, is that how it goes? And you play Nirvana. It, it's it's kind of like a, you know, it's sort of bucking the the stereotype, if you will. And it's it's absolutely gorgeous. It's like seventy eight degrees. It's supposed to be in the mid seventies, just perfect throughout. It's it's one of the best ballparks that I've been to in 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 the game of baseball. So I think people who are coming from out of town are really going to enjoy it. And I just think people that are from here that are baseball fans and sport fans or, or sports fans are kind of proud, kind of like, you know, Hey, check out where we live, check out where our team plays, check out the city that you, you've probably heard about, but never seen. So I think there, I think there's an element of of pride involved certainly in, in having the baseball world's focus on this city.
1: And I'm sure having Julio Rodriguez in the home run Derby and a, a yeah. part of the, a the, having one of their players in this probably adds a whole nother element to it in terms of people coming out to wanting, wanting to see him.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, absolutely. First of all, he's, he's a, uh, you know, he's the face of the team. He's a, uh, you know, what everybody is hoping to be the next Ken Griffey Jr. And, and, you know, he's, he's 22 years old. So he's, he's got a very magnetic personality, a huge smile. He's just, he's, he's a perfect representative uh, of the game of baseball, a guy who just plays with a lot of joy and is immensely talented. Now, Having said all of that, if we're being honest, he has not had an all-star first half to the season. So it's it's been a bit disappointing, sort of up and down the lineup for this team based on expectations coming out of last season. You know, breaking breaking the you know two-decade-long drought of no postseason. They they finally got over the hump last year and won a series against the the Blue Jays in Toronto. So uh, it, it, I think there was this season carried a lot of expectation and hope, and and to this point. They, they haven't really delivered they're playing much better as of late but you know to, to this point of the season i think there is there was an expectation that they would definitely be a bit further along and that includes julio at this point of the year
0: well Bob, let's talk about the pitching staff for the mariners a couple of all-stars on that side when you think about luis castillo and also george kirby who's having a phenomenal season how much of a just kind of nod and tip of the cap is it for them to be in the all-star game to really showcase what they've really developed and produced this season for the Mariners on the mound,
2: I, I think it's a, it's huge. It's huge because this team is is uh, I mean, we're they're one game over five hundred right now. They're not, they're not running away with anything. They're they're desperately trying to fight for a spot in the wild card at this point. And the only reason they're even where they are now is because of that rotation. It's it, this is I would I would you know, argue maybe the best one through five in all of baseball. It doesn't mean they ha- every person is better than everybody else in baseball, but just one through five, what they are getting. And that's with Robbie Ray, who's a Cy Young Award winner, out for the season almost immediately. Uh, and then Marco Gonzalez, who was your fifth starter, who used to be your opening day starter, uh, he's been hurt for a few weeks. You've got all your youth, all these prospects that you always hear about. You know, you know how it is when you, when you cover a team, you hear about these names, and you hear them year in, year out, you haven't seen them yet, you hear about what they're doing in the minors, and maybe sometimes they pan out, often they don't. These guys we heard about, and they have panned out. I mean, George Kirby is as good as anybody you're going to see out there when it comes to command, when it comes to a guy who will not walk. And if he walks somebody, he is visibly upset. He is, I mean, as a rookie, he had 25 total starts, he had 22 total walks. He had more starts than walks in the entire season, and he is on that pace again. He's got he's got 17 starts. He's got 14 quality starts. He has 10 total walks on the season to 89 strikeouts. I mean, it's he, he, his numbers are ridiculous. So to watch what he's been able to do, Luis Castillo obviously is, is that veteran presence that, that you signed uh, to come in here and really solidify that rotation, and they both have. Have been stars along with Logan Gilbert, along with Bryce Miller and Brian Wu. I mean, this is this is a really, really formidable one through five when they're healthy.
1: We're talking to Bob Stelton, host on 710 in Seattle. Bob, switching over to talk a little uh, NFL and the Seahawks. Uh, last season, they were projected to win five and a half games. Geno Smith leads them to a, a nine-win season and uh, a postseason berth. Projected now this season to win eight and a half. What are your expectations uh, for this Seahawks team coming into the season?
2: Well, you know, I mean, last last year was such a surprise because I was right in line with that. I said they'd win five to six games. I just thought, you know, I would watched Geno you know, practice for years. He was he never really looked that great in practice. If we're being honest, he just he wasn't a guy. I mean, Russell Wilson was an Iron Man. He never missed time until that final. Uh, time where he, he injured his thumb, he was out, Gino got a shot, played pretty well. Uh, then, then Russ leaves, obviously, and you're going, okay, what are you going to do? And they, they bring Drew Locke over in the trade with Denver, and, and by everybody's estimation, Drew Locke was going to own this job, whether he got it in week one or eventually he was going to be the guy, whether it was week four, what have you. And Gino, to his credit, played in a way that I hadn't seen, that nobody had seen or expected, obviously, with the predictions we saw. Uh, played in a way that, that I didn't even honestly believe he was capable of. And his completion percentage was the best in the league, it, it, you know, almost 70%. <laughs> you know, he's a guy who threw 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. I mean, he, he just played in a way that I don't think anybody thought was realistic. It felt like Geno and, and Drew were duct tape until they were going to get their you know, whether it was going to be a free agent, big-time name, or they were going to find their next, you know, franchise quarterback in the draft, what have you. But it felt like, either one of them were going to be placeholders. So uh, what he did was miraculous. He got paid in the off season. Now the expectation is on his shoulders that, all right, yeah, that was great, but is this who you are now? Is there There's still a question as to whether that's really him because the previous, what, eight, nine years of his career told a completely different story. And, you know, you're wondering, is that an aberration or is this who Geno is moving forward? And if he plays close to what he did last year, to me, this is a double-digit win team. This is a team that's really solid. Their their biggest problems were on the defensive line, and they've addressed them uh, both in free agency with Draymond Jones and bringing jaron Reed back, and in the draft as well. So, I think they are feeling pretty good about addressing the shortcomings that that kind of hampered them last year, along with a, a tremendous tremendous draft last year. A fifth round pick in Tariq Woolen, who becomes a Pro Bowler, one of the best corners in football. Uh, and then you draft a. a, a corner for the other side uh, in with your first pick, number five overall, so I think they are really excited and optimistic about what this team's going to be this year, so I think you're looking at a, it. Realistically, you know, you take, injuries are always a concern, but I would think if they're healthy, you're looking at a 10-11 win team.
0: Well, especially with that schedule too, Bob, I mean, it's not one of the toughest in the NFL. In fact, it's like in the bottom half when it comes to strength of schedule with that. So they are, have their opportunities to really go on some, some nice runs. So if you kind of look at their schedule, is there any kind of stretch that you think depending health wise, as you mentioned, that could play a factor with this team, but if not health where they have a stretch of games, that could really test and we find out who the Seattle Seahawks team is.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, it's. I don't have the schedule memorized, but I know they play San Francisco two, uh, at, in a three-week span. They yeah. play them twice, once yeah. at home, and I believe it's Dallas in between. And two yeah. of those games are on the road. Yep. Uh, if I have that correct, so yeah, you do. To me, that's that, and I think Philadelphia is like right after that. Yeah. To me, that's the stretch, and I know it's later in the season, certainly. But uh, you know, we, all projections, you're, you're trying to figure out who are the Rams. They open with the Rams. Well, the Rams were terrible last year, so are they? Are they fixed this year? I mean, every crucial member of their team was hurt at Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald and, and Stafford. They're all back. So is it is it the Rams we thought they were going to be last year that show up this year? We don't know. Detroit is a good team. I think that's week number two. So, you know, as much as that stretch I just pointed out is, is sort of the, the gauntlet, in my opinion, they have got some games early in the season where you could be looking at them going, all right, this is going to be a test of who they are. But we're all trying to guess who everybody is at this point. Is Detroit truly going to be good? Do they take the next step? Are the Giants going to be good? Cincinnati, it's you know, before the season, it's always tough to tell. But if you're pinning me down to one spot in the schedule, it'd be that it'd be that you know, four-week span where you've got San Francisco twice, and you've got Dallas and Philadelphia.
0: Yeah, that span Week 12 at home against San Francisco. Next week, you travel to sure. Dallas to face the Cowboys. You're still on the road when you face mm-hmm. San Fran again in week 14, and then you return home against the Eagles yeah. in week 15. So that's a great point, Bob. I love that you pointed that out.
1: Bob, thank you so yeah. much for joining us. We appreciate you coming on and all your insight on the uh, Home Run Derby. And who to bet on all of that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, uh, enjoy All-Star you know Week in Seattle. You, you,
2: I don't want to be responsible for your money. You you bet on who you... Go with your heart there. Go with your heart.
1: Okay. Well, enjoy the rest of your Saturday, Bob. Appreciate you joining us.
2: Uh, Anytime. Anytime.